Welcome, Welcome to, to another, another episode, episode of, of Pay Pigs. Pigs, episode number Seven, six. Six. <sighs> I screwed it up. Gosh. Gosh. Do I look like a, a, a waiter? I feel like you I'm do here a to bit. be a waiter. Hello. Yeah. Hello. And I feel uh, like I'm trying to tell my girlfriend a story and you're just hovering. And I'm like. It is the worst when a, a server comes up and interrupts you in the middle of something. Right. That you're discussing. Terrible. Like what kind of stuff are you saying? I don't know, just any kind of story, mm. anything. You're, oh, when you're like right in the middle and he's like, jumps right in. Yeah. Or like I was breaking up with someone five years ago. Yeah, we remember. At, at a restaurant and I remember thinking, why did I choose to do this before the food came out? And then I had to go cancel the order with the waitress. She was like, we see everything okay? She was Russian. Uh, hey, folks, we got movie night coming this Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time this Sunday, July 3rd on Patreon for Patreon subscribers for Patreon subscribers, but you'll have to access it through the discord. Yes. So we're going to put the link to the discord in the description because some people, there was a little bit of confusion on where to find that. Yep. But then once you are logged into your discord, you also have to connect it on Patreon. Yes. Sorry to make this experience a, you have to go onto the <laughs> desktop and it support, but yeah. Go on your desktop version. Right. Log into your, your web laptop. browser. Yes. Connected apps. Yes. Go into settings on patreon.com. You'll figure it if out. If you can't figure it out, ask someone in the Patreon. Or ask your ask, mom. No, don't ask your mom. She will have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> ask someone in the Discord maybe. Yeah. Or post to the Reddit and say, hey, I'm trying to watch the movie with them, which yeah. is Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I'm, trying we'll, Monsters we'll Inc. With, I'm trying to watch Monsters, Inc. with Ben and Emil. Could someone please help me link my... Patreon? Patreon to my Discord. And if you can't get it from there, don't know what to tell you, bub. <laughs> don't know what to tell you. If you can't get it from there. My mom still doesn't fully understand what Patreon is. Pa- so it's Patreon. Pa- I, so I don't get it. What do I? So, so I don't understand. Is it like YouTube? <laughs> I'm like, she's going to be so pissed when she hears this. Uh, it is a confusing thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's confusing. I get it. Hey, I want to give a, a, a special huge shout out to Tom Buzz. Dude, Tom He's, Buzz. Yeah, Tom Buzz just got diagnosed with leukemia. Okay, I didn't know or it lymphoma. was this kind of Hodgkin's thing. lymphoma. I thought it was more of a... Sorry. <laughs> thought we were doing He'll it. appreciate it, though. He's, okay. His, his, a friend of his reached out to me via DM and said, hey, can you give him a shout out? Is he it just, the good one, at least? Uh, I think, is Hodgkin's lymphoma the good one? I don't know. I think it is, because I think my brother's got it. I okay. should know that. Fuck. Tough way to start an episode. <laughs> Whoa. Whew. Well, we can only go also, up from here. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we are we're trying something out. We think we're we're trying to get more front facing, be more audience oriented. That's right. And we hope. Also, one more thing. What? Got to apologize to every uh, YouTube person watching the absolute manic title changes. Oh man. I made the mistake of. Fuck. <laughs> I <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. I met with a what? I met What's with going a, on? I met with a company about like fucking bullshit SEO stuff, uh-huh. and, and they told me all these things about A/B testing with um, titles and Thumbna- yeah, thumbnails. thumbnails. Yeah, yeah. And I told Ben, I said, "Damn, did you know like Mr. Beast will Mr. change Beef. his 
thumbnail and title x amount of times isn't that crazy yeah and then the next thing i know oh, what happened we, we released the video huh? uh-huh i didn't even notice i'm seeing comments going how many times are you guys going to change the fucking title it's really weird <laughs> and fucking stony baloney over here was just got high and i guess maybe maybe my yeah i went a little <laughs> my bonkers. story really got in the crook of your head yeah yeah i <clears> thought <throat> surely people won't won't notice but apparently people noticed. What are they? Re- what are you guys? Cl- you little freaks clicking refresh every couple seconds? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Ben Ben thought he could uh, title change our way into a viral video. Yeah, but also we had gotten. <laughs> I appreciate everybody's patience, including we're, and especially we're, we're my fig- we're figuring my it comrade out. here. We're yeah, figuring it out. He just texted me, "LOL." Yeah, next time don't get stoned. <laughs> change the titles. Anyway. All that's to say, we figured it out, and um, we're hoping to to be better at not pissing off YouTube because that was the thing that I was trying to, yeah, avoid because we had a little restriction going. YouTube's but, always pissed at us. Yeah, uh, better to, better to be pissed at YouTube than pissed on by YouTube. We've done both, but yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of apps. Um, Look, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. We have to talk about it, but we're just going to briefly touch on it. We actually don't have to talk about it. It's worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning. That Twitter.com is now called X. X. I don't know if it's X app or just, I think it's just X. Well, right now the web browser is X and my my app is not X. Yeah. And it's, um, I'm going to be so annoyed when that becomes, yeah, it's still just a, still just a blue Twitter. Yeah, X is uh, X is the new name for Twitter. That is just I don't I don't. It's it's Elon Musk's everything app right. that he wants it to be. And he today, as of this recording, two days ago for you guys, um, he said that he believes that X is going to become the most valuable company in history. Oh, he said it could it could become half of the global financial system. Jesus God, man. Well, at least he's not at least he's not uh, at least he's humble. At least he's humble. At least he's not doing what's that called? Fucking pie in the sky stuff. Uh <laughs> but the the Twitter's sorry, X. Yeah, it throws me off cuz it looks pornographic oh, in the fully. corner. I it, I always have tweet tabs up and i'm like jesus christ what was i doing and yeah it, it's it, like oh no i was just <laughs> just doing i bet that that's something that he did on purpose oh, oh, oh it oh, looks right. like porn 69 everybody's going to thing in the world someone said that they believe that his ultimate goal is to to make all urls switch over to dot triple x did i ever tell you this the, no. the the story about it do you remember about 10 years ago dot triple x yeah we talked about this on um a previous show yeah what was the previous show called? I don't even remember. I can't remember at this what point. it was called. I, yeah, it feels like a fever dream. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Uh, but where I bought Pinocchio dot triple X. Yeah, and I hoping, was saying that yeah. it should be. Uh, they really missed out because it should have been dot com. That's right. It yeah. should have been dot com instead of dot triple X. Well, anywho, I think that Elon Musk fucked up because you had it's like HBO switching to Max. You had such brand recognition already built in. It was a verb. You would tweet something on Twitter and now what, what the, what the fuck is this going to be called? And you're going to exit a post? Oh, Jesus X this for me real quick. Yeah. I, a lot of people are questioning why he even bothered to buy this thing in the first place. And why not just build out your own app? Yeah. If you were willing to spend $44 billion. And so, and of course his fanboys are like, Oh, you 
dumbasses don't get it. He was buying the user base, so now he could turn it into what he really wants to be. Yeah. Well, uh, X, God, I'm, just gonna, I, I'm so annoyed that I have to, I'm just going to say Twitter. The Twitter CEO, Linda Yaccarino, tweeted, it's an exceptionally rare thing in life or in business that you get a second chance to make another big impression. Twitter made one massive impression and changed the way we communicate. Now, X will go further, transforming the global town square. I'm so fucking sick of the town square. Yeah, burn the I'm, town square down. How yeah, I'm tired of it, man. Like, is there a statue in the middle of the town square I can fucking toilet paper? She goes on to say, X is the future state of unlimited interactivity centered in audio, video, messaging, payments, slash banking, creating a global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, and opportunities. Powered by AI, X will connect us all in ways we're just beginning to imagine. It, it, it sounds like um, that, that on the final season of Succession, the uh, Living Plus, is that, is that what they were? Yeah. yeah. It just sounds like a bunch of bullshit buzzwords thrown together by an AI. Right. It also feels very silly. Like it's that people were pointing out that like they, they're trying to get the trust that people to now use this thing as a payments app and, and a banking app. But Twitter at its core is like a ridiculous app, right? And now, you know, yeah. so they're posting screenshots of the CEO, you know, upvoting weird vaccine sentiments about fucking Bronny James and uh, like all this oh, stuff. And yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. This is where I want to do my fucking. Because LeBron James's uh, 18 year old son suffered cardiac arrest today during practice, which is really terrible. And then immediately, almost immediately, Elon Musk was. Tweeting about curious. the vaccine, curious myocardi- myocarditis, because yeah. he's a fucking expert. But which the is same fine. guy who I mean, predicted that the the pandemic wouldn't amount to anything. Which is but. fine. There's always been a there's always been a f- element of this place sucks, yeah. and like there's going to be horrible discussions going on. But it's not necessarily where I want to do my banking and yeah. <laughs> uh, it, there's also always there's always been fucking scams and and bots and yeah, fucking whatever so fucking many yeah that it, it remind you know he famously now loves ketamine so much and i think that part of this it sounds like a ketamine idea cuz when you're when you're deep in there on ketamine like the the real serious ketamine you feel like a fucking you feel like the stars have aligned in front of you and you have all the answers and you understand. So I cannot imagine the level that he feels it when you're the wealthiest man in the world and you're in there like, oh, can you come out of your like an everything app or just just put them all together in one app like you fucking what are you a high schooler like. That's a that's a stoned guy idea. Yeah. Well, well if we had kind everything. Of a, <laughs> he's kind of a stoned guy. Yeah. Ideas guy already. Well, God bless him. I hope that he truly ascends to trillionaire status in that case. And then he can... I'm sure you saw that the the thing about how Meta actually owns the use of X as a social media. I don't know. I don't think Uh, that it's true. You don't think it's real? I I, I looked into it and it's like part of a longer Mm. sentence. And either way, it's like, okay. Well, the only thing we can really hope for is that these two run each other into the ground somehow. Oh, I thought that you were going to say that the funniest thing in the world happens to Elon while he's tri- driving in a Tesla using full self driving. Cause that, that would be, that would be something. That, that is I another thing we could to. hope for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Well, speaking of shitty CEOs, I wanted to touch on this really fast. So once a year, Reddit does this really cool thing and another website that my mom doesn't understand. 
So what's a Reddit? <laughs> like, well, it's a website. Your mom's gonna be so pissed. Yeah, she's gonna be this. so pissed. But I love her so much. Um, yeah, you're a big R place head. R slash place. I like place. I think kind it's, of. Um, I think it's really cool. It tickles a certain part of your brain. Yeah, some might say that it's. Some might say that it's uh, the part that that really stims out. You know what I mean? Um, whoa! Apparently, it's is it broken or something? Is place broken right now? Well, so if you don't know, Place is is it once a year Reddit um has this uh has this thing where they they have a a giant empty canvas and every Reddit user is allowed to place a single pixel on on the canvas every 5 minutes or something. So it really encourages entire communities and subreddits to band together to make their mark on this giant canvas. And I can't fucking get it to pull up right now. I don't know why that's happening. I don't know. They might be why. taking stuff down because of, I know. Uh, so they asked, they asked someone if they were going to be able to keep everything up mm-hmm. and uh, they said it, you know, it goes against their, Oh, you got it. Well, up. so as you can see, I mean, this is just was posted on the thing. I mean, it becomes a shit show. It's a total, like there's a ton of bots. But obviously. people create cool things. People create incredibly cool things. If you've got a minute, I suggest you go to reddit.com slash R slash place and just spend as much time as you like just admiring the things that people make. I personally have helped place a few pixels on the American flag. Oh, thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing me. It's really so disorganized, and this year it's a bummer. They've got one. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I, they've got the um, the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid as one of our like national monuments in there. But so they, the Reddit CEO's username is Spez, S-P-E-Z. And there's a huge, um, there's a huge, uh, what would you call this? A piece of fucking art? <laughs> there's a huge thing that says. It's, it's, it just, inter, it's supposed to be international. I yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. You've got. Uh, it says fuck Spez and it's got the <laughs> French from, flag, the rainbow flag, the trans flag, German the German flag, flag, Indian flag, Mexican, Mexican. flag. Uh, everybody, and then within each letter, you can see it says "fuck Spez" because of the uh, API thing going on. So right, and they've been fighting them ever since. On you know, they're like they've just been going to war with the mods. But yeah, Steve Huffman—that's his—that's his, that's his yeah, name. Yeah, Steve Huffman. <clears throat> but but I know when they, I thought they were going to start removing stuff because they asked. Uh, it, I get it must be a Reddit spokesperson, Courtney Geesey Door. She said. She pointed to the r slash place canvas rules. One of the rules says that targeted hate or harassment of private individuals, including mods and admin and protected groups are violations of our content policy rule one and will be removed. In addition, posts, comments, and imagery that are hateful, graphic, sexually explicit, and or offensive are violations of our policy rule six and will be removed. So maybe they, yeah, but Spez is not a, well, I guess. She also declined to specify when the r slash place canvas will close. Yeah. Because they, 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 oh, are you okay? Your eyes are watering. For the audio listener, his eyes are watering. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> he gets a little bit clumped <laughs> when he's talking about Reddit. R slash place just really gets me fucking going. R slash cry over here. Jeez. R slash emotional. Um, yeah, I really like it. It's really cool. You zoom in and you see all the little... I like seeing just the teeny tiny little like five by five squares that people leave. I tried to do that for myself one time, but they just, they bulldozed over it because somebody always has a bigger discord or something. We'll have to try to get our, our own discord community making a little square for us, a little piggy face or something. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah. But 
The other big news that I'm pretty effing pissed about and your two esteemed co-hosts see differently. Um, we do we do not see eye to eye on this. <laughs> we um, don't know. Well, whatever. Well, so, the, the, so there's these new credit card rules that could could potentially mean the end of credit card rewards uh and it's 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 shrouded in what would appear to be something that's beneficial for the consumer right yeah i mean it'll probably be most beneficial for merchants what what they're trying to do is pass smaller merchants yeah which is yeah yes um they're trying to pass the credit card uh shit what is it called credit card competition credit card competition act which they tried to pass last year couldn't get it done and now they've got a bipartisan group of lawmakers trying to make it happen and they're trying they're aiming to you know because visa and mastercard basically process like 80 Mm percent of credit card payments in the country and the u.s has one of the highest um, one of the highest fees for this, right? The average in the U.S. one point eight percent per transaction. You know what it is in the European Union? Two point two. Oh, I said we have the highest one. Oh wait, and what what was ours? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's point point three percent. I was pulling up these uh, things here, <clears throat> and I don't necessarily. Uh, I don't necessarily agree that this is the best way to go about it. I right. think I think you know the reason they're so low in the European Union is because a lot of these countries have capped them. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of doing this like cockamamie, we're going to promote more, we're going to promote more competition, and you know make it so. Because what they're saying is that you have to have different you have to have different processors available. So it's not just Visa and Mastercard, right? That opens it up to a lot of smaller companies who might not be as secure and then you're opening yourselves up to like credit card fraud and all these things. Right. And so I don't think this is necessarily the best way to go about it. I think they should really just step up and do the thing and cap cap rates. So we're not paying exorbitant fees. And because what's, what's happening is like, yes, credit card rewards, credit card rewards might be affected by this, but it's only possible because they charge these exorbitant fees and we're, we're paying for all of that. Yeah, it's uh, okay. So just to summarize, whenever you do a credit card transaction, there's a fee attached with it. It's called, I believe it's called an interchange fee. Mm-hmm. And the merchant, like the gas station, the convenience store, Ralph's, Vons, Amazon, whoever you're buying your goods or services from is paying that fee. And they are paying that fee to whatever credit card company, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, or American Express, which are the four big ones, they're paying that fee for convenience, processing. There's like, I think there's actually like a hundred different fees that are squeezed into that tiny little percentage that they take. Um, So Visa and MasterCard, I believe twice a year, renegotiate, not renegotiate, but basically because there's no negotiating. It's just, hey, we're changing our fees. We're doing this thing. So the Credit Card Competition Act that's being proposed would require financial institutions with more than $100 billion in assets to offer merchants much more say in how credit card transactions are routed. This is from this Yahoo Finance article. The bill stipulates that at least two unaffiliated networks must be available, and they can't be Visa and MasterCard. So it could be Visa and American Express or 
MasterCard and Discover, for example. There's also the possibility that smaller networks could enter the fray. These might include the likes of Shazam, Star, and NYCE, which uh, currently process a small share of ATM and debit card transactions, or new competitors might emerge, like you said. But, so here's the interesting thing. The first time that such uh, limits came to play was in... With the uh, debit cards. Yeah, the With debit the card. Frank Act. Yeah, the same Senator Durbin... Uh, the Durban Amendment Act, or the Durban Amendment, which was part of the Dodd-Frank yeah. Act, took effect in 2010. It capped it capped the credit card interchange fees. Yeah. Uh, the debit card interchange fees, excuse me. And so part of what they were saying was, oh, this is going to ultimately benefit the consumer just as much because surely the merchants are going to pass the savings onto the consumers, you would think, right? Because that's what companies normally do. Yeah. Hey, we're saving that 3%. Let's pass it on to Joe Joe Sixpack, right? Well, according to this Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond, Richmond survey, averaging across all sectors, it is estimated that the vast majority of merchants in the survey, 77.2%, did not change prices post-regulation. Right, very but- few reduced, yeah, very few, 1.2% reduced prices, while a sizable fraction of merchants, 21.6%, increased prices. Right. But I also don't think, so this wasn't a like sweep, it was just debit cards. Right. You know and they I mean? capped so, it But versus this just... But so that doesn't do anything to the credit cards, the credit card fees. Right. So, but what that did do is back in the day, this here's from 2015, uh, the Points Guy um, article about where have all the debit card rewards gone uh yeah they basically took them away because yeah. the, the banks were like well we're not you know making these huge fees anymore so we're not gonna yeah we're gonna cut rewards. corners where where we can and what that ended up actually doing also was raising but you're paying for it either way that's what you have to realize true so they're gonna take it away they're gonna take away the rewards if, if you're not paying that fee <clears throat> right it is and likely the goal that- is to make sure those fees are not passed on to consumers anymore right and but the thing th- is, but, and, and the hope is that because right now it's a small share of people who get to enjoy the rewards right. to access these, to access these credit cards with all these, you know, travel rewards or diners rewards or, or hotels or whatever you have to, it's, it's for people who have high credit scores, you know, they're not giving them out to people True. who don't meet that threshold. Mm-hmm. So right now people are pretending like, Oh, they're taking away all these things, whatever it's, and the goal is to, yes, you might lose rewards on that, the small portion of people, but hopefully these fees will now go away and everyone can enjoy lower prices. I'm skeptical of that happening. I'm skeptical, I'm skeptical of it working here with this. Yeah, in part way, because but one of the... They have been able to do it in other countries. Right. So one of the things, the, it's a mixed bag, right? So when they did it with the debit cards... It enabled merchants to offer discounts to customers who paid with cash, and it enabled them to enforce minimums for credit card transactions since interchange fees eat up a large portion of small transactions. But one of the other unintended side effects was banks had to make up for – they're not just going to take the cut on, okay, yeah, I guess we're not being able to charge as much for these uh, debit fees. So what did they do? They jacked up other fees. They jacked up overdraft fees. Yeah, they, I mean, that's when you get into like, okay, make a broader bill. Make sure like that they can't respond to right. this thing with these kind of, you know. And one of the big differences between, so the debit card one was a straight up cap. That, that's no cap. 
Fuck. The other. <laughs> Thank you. The other. The other. This. The credit card one. So here's while the credit card competition act would not explicitly cap interchange rates, which is what devastated credit card debit card rewards. The intent is to lower fees by incentivizing competition on the face of it. That's a noble goal. Again, this is back from the Yahoo finance guy, but rewards could, he said would vanish. Retailers would pocket the, this is kind of a doom and gloom view. Retailers would pocket the difference and consumers would be left empty-handed. Other fees might go up too. He notes how it became harder to get a checking account and overdraft fees and ATM fees rose after the uh, after the 2011 debit card one. Um, and then they go on. He goes on to mention the data security, that these existing powerhouse companies, he's asserting that having four networks is enough, that that's enough competition in the space. And that part of what, will set them apart is the data security and that, Oh, with an increased competition, you might have uh, fledgling startups that don't have the resources, but money. Like the proof is in the pudding. It's like, what, yeah. what do you mean? We have the form. We have the highest fucking fees on average. Right. Uh, you know, wh- what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> so I guess I hope that in a perfect world, we would have reduced fees, but keep our precious rewards. Um, at the same time, if you got rewards out there, use them. Don't just sit on them. Don't make the mistake that I did with my American Airlines miles and just sit on them and then they get taken away. Or like what I did with my Alaska miles and they, because uh, they'll change how points are valued too. Like I had. I mean, not only that, inflation. I mean, yes. your points are going to be worth less. I, I know a lot of people like sit on them and they're like, I've got so many points. It's like, use them. <laughs> yeah. You- oh, airlines and and the companies will regularly reassess and revalue their points like it it was going to cost me ninety thousand points to do that emirates flight and when i went to go book it they had doubled it and suddenly it's 100 and 180 i kind of have a lot of points i gotta get rid of i got a lot of points i need to i need to get rid of we'll get rid of them oh yeah i can't wait to get rid of them so good so hard i'm gonna get rid of these points so hard i mean i all my summer travel has been on points so i mean i'm getting Mm. rid of them i just are you been using them for flights or hotels both. I mean, my entire... Both of them? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You didn't say both. I just did it because I was being stupid. No, I know. Okay. All my flights. Uh-huh. Flights to... Flights to Ireland for the wedding. Flights uh-huh. to Mallorca. Flights to Rome. Or flight home from Rome. Jesus Christ. The entire hotel stay in Rome. Jesus Christ. Points. Uh, Chase or Amex? Both. Wow, both. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, that's pretty incredible. I've never you. I I rarely use points for hotels. I, I do too, but you you know what? I looked at so for the wedding in Rome, they gave us a big list of hotels mm-hmm. where they recommended staying. They were so expensive, and I was like, Jesus! How much? Three hundred dollars a night. Four hundred, five hundred, dude. Did you seven hundred dollars? Out of control. And huh. so I, I basically found it was the one I liked anyway. It ended up, it ended up being the cheapest. Uh-huh. And on their site, it was like, it was like 2,400 bucks for the total stay. And I was like, holy wow. shit. Wow. And then I said, okay, I have to do it in points because I'm not paying 2,400 bucks. And then when I went onto the chase portal, uh-huh. it said it was like 
$950. For the whole stay? Yeah. And I was what like, the fuck? Was that shit. points and cash combined or just if you book it? You could it's... pick either points or cash. Wow. So how, what did you, did you pay cash? No, I just used the points. So like, you're telling it. me that the same hotel yeah, I've was never half, seen anything like that. more than half the rate mm-hmm. on, on the Chase portal. Yeah. That's incredible, folks. That's incredible. Well, so here's something from uh, the for, uh, but Forbes. But that's the thing. It's such a fluke. Like, yeah, you, you never know. It's, I was finding the same thing with flights. It's like you would – I got my – whatever. This is – who cares? It's, yeah. uh, you can find insane deals. Also, if you're worried about the, point, the rewards being taken away, uh, the amendment that's being proposed is one of more than 800 that are added to the Senate version of the National Defense Authorization Act for the fiscal year of 2024 – uh, the house has actually already approved a competing defense bill that doesn't include the credit card fee changes. So that's good. But do, so when, when you're concerned about the high fees, are you, are you coming at it from the view of consumers or merchants? Or both. both. I mean, yeah. especially you're talking about small merchants. I mean, it's already so hard to fucking start a small business. It's like, yeah. you know, then you're, I mean, you know, look at these numbers, right? American it's like, Express is like f- almost, I want to say 4%. Last year, U.S. merchants paid $126 billion in processing fees. And yeah, I mean, Visa just posted their earnings today and they beat across the board. Surprise. Um, so, and the thing is like, you're not going to, you're not going to not accept credit cards, mm-hmm. right? That's just going to tank your business. So it's mm-hmm. like, you're just completely forced into this. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but you basically can't use amex in a lot of european countries because the fee is so high it it's they just don't it, yeah i would say when i was in paris it was like two out of ten yeah places none. Used. I, mean, I, I just use my visa generous yeah chase card ah mm. well fuck i should really use my miles i should use my points before something happens and they take them away not not because of this but like if something happens i like I said, with American Airlines, where they just fucking took them, they banned me. But can we talk about Sam Altman? <sighs> that f- fuck face, you mean? Fuck face sure, Altman? Sure, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is a uh, so two things. This is hot off the heels of he he's he's he has started Worldcoin Crypto, but hot off the heels of news that his Chat PT Chat GPT project is uh, potentially getting worse over time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, they've been looking into it. This was uh, researchers at Stanford and UC Berkeley. They claim that GPT-4 and GPT-3.5 respond differently today than they did a few months ago and not always for the better. Mm -hmm. They found it was spewing much less accurate answers to some more complicated math questions. Previously, the system was able to correctly answer questions about large-scale prime numbers nearly every time it was asked, but more recently... It only answered the same prompt correctly 2.4% of the time. Right. It's a pretty steep drop off that close is a, to every time and then getting it about 2.4% yeah, yeah. of the time. Yeah. Some, some users, this is from the same article. Some users reported that when asking the bot to restructure a piece of text, the bot would routinely ignore the prompt and write pure fiction. <laughs> so I, useful. I, I kind of like that chat GPT is getting bitchy. Yeah. It's totally getting bitchy. <laughs> Uh, others noted that the system would fail at relatively simple problem-solving tasks, whether that's math or coding questions. Um, so, right, and the coding, which is a lot of people thought this was going to be huge for coding. People were going to be yeah. able to like have a much, you know, lower understanding of how to code and be able to use these things. But they found 
that GPT's four, GPT-4's coding ability also deteriorated like a college student suffering from, from senior senioritis. Itis. Christ, who wrote this? Um, Only 10% of the code worked <laughs> per the platform's instructions. In, whereas in March, 50% of that right. code was executable, which is still pretty shitty. Only half the time the code works? Yeah, but I mean, I and guess... now 10% of the time it's working? When they rolled this out, they're like, okay, we're at 50%. The goal is that we start getting that up and up. Yeah. But now they're at 10%. And their their uh, VP of product, Peter Wielander, put it bluntly. He said, no, we haven't made chat GPT... We haven't made GPT-4 dumber. He claimed that more people are using it and are simply coming to terms with the limitations of, of it. So that could be the case, but... Um, mm. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I it's pretty that, objective that, hey, it's, it's, it's these researchers aren't, right, aren't that's just new people <clears throat> being uh, right. underwhelmed by its capabilities. It's measured. So it, 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 it brings us back to what we were saying before a few weeks ago or whenever, um, a couple months ago, that this is all probably, even though it's legitimate and there are some pretty amazing use cases, like for example, Photoshop, the way, holy shit, it's incredible. It's, it's oh, yeah, yeah. Adobe's thing, mm-hmm. but otherwise, of course there are some instances where this, this totally makes sense, but the, uh, the idea of it being like integrated into every yeah product is not something we need. Did you see, I mean, Microsoft's stock jumped like 5% to new all-time highs uh, last week when they announced their, I think their uh, subscription model, I think it's incorporating AI into Office, the Office suite. For like 30- Dunder Mifflin style? I don't get, I mean, I get the joke, but I don't get it. Did they incorporate some, some tech or something? No, just, you said the office. Oh, oh, the office. You know, that wasn't worth yeah. it. We'll probably cut it anyway. No, no, I don't think we'll cut it. I think we'll leave that in no, there. No, we probably actually. won't because it does it, I don't think it made nah, sense. I, it made sense to me. It was pretty good, man. Thanks. The office. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I said the office style, which, yeah. what does that even mean? Damn, man, this episode, we might as well just start over. Yeah, we could. This one sucks. uh but they announced that they're they're doing it for like 30 sorry 29 dollars a month or something and of course that's what pisses me off about all this stuff is is the way the market then reacts because it tacked on tens of billions of dollars in in market cap also, to some of them, it's, I don't understand exactly what they mean. I haven't, I haven't used their, I mean, I have, I pay like $7.99 for basically to use Word and Excel, but. You pay for a Microsoft Office? The Office? The Office style. You pay for The Office? What the fuck? They're just, some, it's stupid, but it's low enough where I'm like, cause there are just some times when you can't do something on Google Docs. Like what? Don't put me on this. No, spot. no, because I, I want to know. Maybe I'm fucking up by using Google Drive like a moron. It's more in like it, it's totally fine for team working and stuff like that. It feels, and maybe I'm just old. Maybe uh-huh. I'm just used to it. And there are certain things where it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't like. There are just certain like, especially if I'm sending things to people who are not like in the entertainment YouTube world. Yeah, I'm like, I need a Word doc. Mm. It's, it's oh stupid. yeah 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 totally the word doc is still a a prolific prominent thing right out there. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, my mom for, would be a great example. Yeah, it's just, it's dumb. But What it's is like, Google Sheets? Do, <laughs> exactly. I have, do I have to download that? But it's like $7 is low enough where I'm like, fuck it. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, a lot of these things are, I, I don't know. They're, they're just, there are things where it's like they have predictive uh, text things already. It's like, is that what they're telling me is going to be AI integration? Because it's like, mm. you know, these aren't groundbreaking. It's going to be like clippy but sure. but actually we, useful. we've had we've had some iteration of this for decades yeah and now it's like oh no did you this is a major breakthrough yeah um did you see that the the ceo of microsoft satya nadella's uh total compensation package recently capped over a billion dollars oh good but just because of how the stock has like yeah. 10x over the last mm-hmm. since he's been in in control and it's it's pretty incredible i mean when he was when he was brought on as ceo the company was just a a, a fucking zombie company people thought that their best days were behind him yeah we were i mean all, it was just office and what a lot what, of people didn't see the future of the zune the zune oh yeah i was thinking z-o-o-n i'm like what the fuck was the zune zune the z-u-n-e yeah yeah zune was microsoft's answer to the ipod yeah. Didn't quite take off. I was a Ponyo guy myself. Ponyo? Yeah, that was Neil Young's Wasn't iPod. Ponyo a fucking movie about a fish? No, Pono maybe. Pono? Yeah, it's got to be because Pon- Ponyo is the movie about the fish. It's an incredible movie. It's an incredible movie about a fish. Neil Young, Pono. Uh, yeah, digital music service. Yeah, that it, sounds it was, like shit. It, 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 well, it's supposed to be the highest quality. He's a freak about like you know sound. He's like, I can't believe you guys are listening to these compressed files. No and one's nobody fucking you know. No I, I had the same attitude about the fucking mini disc. Yeah. I was like, this is really really high quality sound. And then I didn't notice a fucking difference when right. I listened to an iPod. Right. Do you know that a first generation iPhone unwrapped in the box just sold for like over one hundred and ninety thousand dollars? Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Well, speaking of overvalued things. Uh-huh. What? Sam Altman also. Fucking Sam Altman. Hot off the heels of his GPT. Woes. Woes. Launches WorldCoin Crypto on Monday. Yesterday for us. And it's, uh, so this has been in the works for a while. I think we mentioned it a while ago. We did. Um, <clears throat> this is from the Daily Upside. WorldCoin has been trundling along for the last three years, although Altman told Bloomberg in 2021 that he first dreamt it up in 2019. I, I wish I never had to hear another fucking tech guy talk <sighs> about his idea. The idea was that it could be used to achieve universal basic income, essentially eradicating global poverty through cryptocurrency. Though a twenty twenty, <laughs> this is a great caveat. Though a twenty twenty two investigation by MIT Tech Review painted an image of the company as exploiting nations with high rates of poverty, despite <laughs> despite the grand, some might say delusional scale of the project's ambitions, it attracted big name investors, including Andreessen Horowitz, LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman, no and the way! and the then untarnished Sam Bankman Fried. Oh, we'll gosh. get to him. Um, but yeah, so he is, he's going to save the world. It's another billionaire who is going to be, uh, eradicating poverty, doing all the things. You know what the best part is? An orb is involved. That's right. All you orb pondering freaks out there, ponder this. 
It's got to scan your face first. That's what sets it apart. That's what Sam Altman says is going to make it not scammy and and will make it uh, something that people actually are like, yeah, okay, I got to go. So you got to go. Central to the effort is an eye scanning physical orb, which world <laughs> Why does it need to be an orb? Dude, why not just a fucking eye scanner? Like, I don't know. Which WorldCoin's founders say is necessary for a future in which distinguishing between humans and robots becomes increasingly challenging due to a surge in artificial intelligence technology. What happens when the fucking uh, robot c- uh, cuts your eye out and holds it up to the orb? Yeah, once users have proved they are not robots, they can be issued one of the company's tokens. This drives me nuts, right? So it's... <clears throat> It's necessary for a future in which distinguishing between humans and robots becomes increasingly challenging due to a surge in artificial intelligence technology. He's, he's inventing, he's making everyone pay him for a fucking problem he created. Yeah. Like, yeah, truly. You guys need to get into Worldcoin because you're not going to be able to fucking, you know, there's, you're not going to be, we're not going to be able to tell if you're a robot or not. Okay. So let the fucking orb. The AI created, the AI that I created got so good at it. That now they can't tell it. So, oops, that's a problem. But don't worry, I solved it. Fucker, stupid fucker. Sam Altman, shut up. <laughs> so Go to bed. Scanning users' eyeballs to help distinguish them from robots and providing the infrastructure to distribute a whole range of financial services and social aid, including universal basic income. Oh, brother. Oh, but what about X? I thought X was going to be the thing that everybody uses. Also, it's important to note, He's not doing any of this for financial reward, okay? He has bristled at the suggestion that he is maneuvering to be at the center of a universe dominated by AI, by AI or that he is acting for financial reward. What? Which, this is, you're but a, according <laughs> to Tiago Sada, head of product, the project will make money. All of our products of course, are for that's profit. Not, that's not why he's doing it, Ben. Oh, why? Oh, he's, he's doing, doing it because he loves us. Out of the good us? of his heart, which is even worse. You're you're a sicko. Like if if he was like, I want to do this because I think it's a good idea and it'll make money. Yeah, fine. I can I can handle that. But the ambitions to, I don't know, just save the world with your bullshit fucking. I want to get my hands on that orb, dude. Well, I want to look at that. Thing. I don't think you do want to get your hands on this orb. So. Uh, the only orb that I want is the one in Las Vegas. That one is, I approve that orb. That orb is approved. So, but they've talked to some technicians. <laughs> the technicians who will help to log their iris scans are called orb operators. And <laughs> <laughs> and Worldcoin's website. Why was, not orbiters? Come on, ooh, guys. Fuck. Come on. It was right there. You fucking idiots. And WorldCoin's website makes the application process look like a quick, easy gig economy style job. Oh, good. That's how we're going to solve poverty. More gig economy style jobs. We all love those. We should get a job and sabotage the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, the company already deployed orb operators across the globe in the run up to launching its token, getting people scanned and signed up to signed up to WorldCoin in advance. But it was far from a smooth operation. Orb operators told BuzzFeed last year the tech didn't always work. The system could be gamed to register the same person twice. And one operator said is. Orb took months to arrive, and when it did, it was prone to overheating. I'm sure this. Is- Wait, they're sending the orbs to people? Yeah, because check they- it out, guys. The, the orb came. <laughs> <That's> fucking- <laughs> this is the best part. Altman admitted that eye scanning technology has quote a clear ick factor. Right. So fucking don't do that, dude. Yeah. What's wrong with the fingerprint scanner? The tech exists. Why do you have to make it so purposefully dystopian? I mean, also, God, why are these guys in control of everything? Why are they doing it? 
How about fucking puppy coin? Give everybody a dog, man. I don't know. I mean, Frank, can we cut that? No, 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 no. That's not a good idea. <laughs> Give everybody a dog, man. But oh, yeah, geez. it's this whole, uh, you know. I, <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. WorldCoin has also outlined plans to hold on to about 20% of all tokens it issues, using their value to fund, quote, orb production and initial protocol development, <laughs> ecosystem development and maintenance. Damn, I got to go back. Can you imagine clocking in every day at the orb factory? I I truly cannot. I, I think I'd rather... Ponder something else. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd rather, I'd, I'd ponder, rather ponder. You'd rather ponder your wife's butt cheeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna solve world poverty by uh, basically it's it's a- adding jobs to the gig economy and and underpaying people internationally. They and, don't explain how does it make money. What utility does it provide? Oh well, security? <clears throat> you mean like a social security number that I use? No, Ben, you can't get a world coin unless we prove you're not a robot. In order to do that, we need to get the orb scanners to scan your eyeballs. Well, I need an orb operator or whatever, <clears throat> uh, an, an orb clerk, a certified orb clerk. Yeah, some. By the way, I need some guy to scan my precious eyes. I'm gonna gaze into this fucking thing and let it scan. I bet somebody's gonna have their eyes fucking. It's also unclear if this. all these people. Uh, so it's also important to say you, uh, these aren't. It's not. You're not allowed to buy any world, world oh, coin in the U.S. right now. Right. Um, and Sam Altman's very testy about that. He said, you know, well, oh, ninety five percent of the world is going to be using. You know, the the U.S. market will not make or break us. Um, yeah, the current market cap is $248 million, but which so is our, very small. It was unclear. I was trying to find out if all of these people who are buying into the token, have they had their eyes scanned? Yeah, I, I don't understand. I can't imagine he got that many people to fucking do it. Yeah, I, I truly don't I'm understand. also shocked that uh, with everything going on, there's this many people who are fucking willing to get in on this bullshit. I mean, there was just the thing in the Wall Street Journal about how like 75 or 70% of... Uh, Crypto transactions are just like wash sales. They're all just, yeah, <laughs> they're all just like fabricated. And it's just, God bless you. I, I, if you, if you've bought into WorldCoin, I'm sure it'll probably go up and you'll make money. Yeah, but you'll at, probably make a at fuck some ton point, of money. At some point, uh, the jig will be up. Yeah, it's currently trading for two dollars and twenty nine cents. Right, it hit a high of like three fifty or something. Yeah, it, it looked like it hit a high actually of two dollars forty one cents. Well, let me let me look at there. Oh yeah, no, you're right. It it hit a high of three thirty one in the first twenty four hours of trading. All right, so it's cooled off to uh yeah to a two twenty eight. Damn, I fucking <clears throat> oh god, I just you know I wish him good luck. I wish, I wish him, him luck. I wish him the same fortune that another uh, crypto billionaire. Who Elon Musk? Who who has uh, with the, with the name Sam? Who was only doing it for the good of the people? Uh, I wish him the same fate. Um, Sam, Sam Butman. Ba- <laughs> Sam Butman. <laughs> Sam Butman <laughs> Freed is back in the news. No, Sam Butman Freak. <laughs> Sam Butman Freak. Uh, I, is, they would have to kick me out of the courtroom because I'd be heckling him. Hey Butman, cut your hair, you freak! But so, uh, yeah. So well. FTX's new management, who's handling this bankruptcy and maybe trying to relaunch as a crypto exchange, which is wild, is uh, is suing him and some other former execs 
hoping to claw back over $1 billion of company funds. Yeah. Um, so they, they allege that uh, him and the ex-execs misappropriated the money for pet projects and personal use, such as gifting $10 million to Sam Bankman-Fried's father, cash that FTX believes is now being used to bankroll SPF's, SBF's legal defense, routing $725 million in FTX stock to company executives who provided nothing in return that would justify the equity. Using $546.1 million to buy a stake in Robinhood. These all sound That's on, a, on the up and up to me. I, I mean, the Robinhood no, thing I know, sounds yeah. I mean, like reasonable uh, investment of your capital. <clears throat> um, in one allegation, the bankruptcy estate lawyers detail how the executive set up a charity called the FTX Foundation that served little purpose other than to enhance the public stature of defendants. I mean, come on. To enhance the yeah, public so stature of them, probably to uh, probably to make meme warfare or something. Sure, probably probably publicity for Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. Probably uh, you know weird little projects that make it look like he's making a difference in the world and his right. whole his whole EA. What is it? Ethical e- e- ethical fucking what is this whole fucking thing like ethical robin hooding yeah fuck no redistributing wealth to everybody through the power of crypto there's a fucking saying for it i'll I'll let you find it ethical altruism ethical altruism that's right does that feel good it does you get a little hit of dopamine in your your little brain it it was stuck in my throat yeah yes his whole ethical altruism fucking thing uh <clears throat> the lawsuit describes the ftx foundation's projects as frequently misguided and sometimes dyso- dystopian including a thirty thousand dollar grant to an individual to write a book i have no idea what this means to write a book about how to figure out humans utility functions it sounds a lot like like um x.ai's ambition to understand the universe like hey we're, we're hiring engineers and shit to understand the universe. god just but we haven't even gotten to the best. Oh, get part. get to the best part. Take a big sip. What's the best part, Emil? Sam Bankman Sam Bankman Freed's brother Gabe. Gabe Bankman Freed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I would imagine that's his name. Gabe, but they just Bankman, call him Gabe Bankman Freed. So his brother Gabe wanted to use the FTX Foundation to buy the island nation of Nauru. He wanted to buy a whole... This fucking guy looks like he would want to buy a nation. Christ. And set up a banker... And set up a bunker for him and other effective altruists so they could live out the apocalypse in style. Jesus Christ. The lawyers cite a memo between Gabe Bankman-Fried... Oh, there's that. That is his name. Really nice work, Ben. And an officer of the FTX Foundation where he describes a plan to purchase Nauru, a tiny nation island... In Micronesia. How much was it going to cost? They don't say, but the goal, according to the memo, would be to build a bunker that could be used in the event of 50 to 99.99% of people dying, with the aim of ensuring that most EAs, effective altruists, can survive as well as to develop sensible regulation around genetic enhancement and build a lab there. So they wanted to survive the apocalypse, so live case, underground, and then do genetic stuff, like genetic? Yeah, and ensure that um, there's sensible regulation around everything. Why would you need regulation when the world fucking ended, dude? Well, they're probably hey going to build that? their utopia. I, I get the feeling that they wanted this to happen. Like they, I get the feeling that they didn't know what to do with all that fucking money. And they were just like... I, I, I would think that when you get... 
so much money like that, you start to get paranoid and you probably start to see the world through like blood colored lenses and you start to see and are um, exposed to a lot of the, the seedy underbelly of, of the world and the, the powers that be and stuff. And you start to have a lot less of a rosy outlook on things. And perhaps that was informing their desires or maybe they already had those beliefs. And, and then once they had the <clears> money <throat> and the means, they were already like kind of preppers. So right. There's speak. a bit of me that, feels like to even get to this level, you have to be a bit of a sicko. Yeah. And so this is what's happening. You know, these people rise above all these things. And then not only that, they're told, I mean, in the entire lead up to this, SBF was on the cover of magazines. It was like, he is crypto savior. He's the fucking wonder boy. He's the smartest dude in the world. He's on stages with Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. You know, he's going to fix the entire broken financial system. And so he's got this, like he was probably already a sicko. Then he's got a huge inflated head. And I mean, literally he's got a big old head. <laughs> he does have a huge, he's got a head. noggin on him. You know, so does his brother. His brother <laughs> looks like, uh, I mean, if his body had air in it and it looks like someone gave him a big hug and it, and it rushed the air up to the top of his head. And kind of squeezed it a little I'm bit. I'm curious if this is his younger brother or older brother. Uh, oh, man. Who knows? They both look like they're equal parts. I mean, 14, but also 40. That's a that's a great call. But the, but so I'm wondering, I'm just wondering if Gabe is being fueled by, you know, like younger brother syndrome. He's tired of SBF in the spotlight and he's like, I'll show them. I think I'm Gabe gonna, is fueled gonna... by fucking manga and porn. <laughs> if I had to guess. Go on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> No, it's worth it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to show them by buying an island nation in in in, in Micronesia. Yeah, and starting a EA an effective altruism bunker cult. Yeah. Bunker. If I if I mean I'm I'm not a prepper, but I definitely believe that there's probably and because there's nothing I can do to stop it or really prepare for it. I'm like, well, when and if civilization comes to an end, I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna endure. But if I had the means, I would for sure – I wouldn't go so far as to buy an island nation. And if I were, I'd choose something a if little bit me- cooler. Madagascar, man. That's where the colorful animals are. Oh, you would buy Madagascar? For sure. Oh, okay. No, I don't know what I would do. Oh, I'd- well, I th- but I mean if I had the money and I was really worried, why not buy an island? I mean I think that there's a lot more effective things you can do. Like I would just buy land in the middle of America and then just start digging. Yeah, but then – but then what? Well, because this is the thing. People always go like, well, you know, like, I'm fine. My brother-in-law's got some property. Like, Yeah, good luck getting there when shit starts to hit well, the fan. Or dork. like, and all of us without anything are just going to march to wherever the fuck your property is. Yeah, and, and kill like, you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to force you to suck me off first, and then I'm going to force you to give me your crops. <laughs> right. So but teach like, me how to use all the, the auger and stuff first. What's an auger? I don't know. A thing that I don't know yet. <laughs> you got to teach me. It's a thing. I think it 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 loosens up hard dirt. Some fucking farmer who listens to it's, us is just dying, losing yeah. his mind. A fucking auger? You don't know what an auger is? Right. Fucking liberal. But so this way, if you have an island, mm-hmm. I mean, how the hell am I? But if get you're there? on an island, you're you're more susceptible and prone to uh, sea levels rising. <sighs> That's a good point. Yeah. Whereas in the middle of America. Babu, that's going to become some prime real estate. Well, Middle America estate. will be an island. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Jesus. I don't know, man. That's kind of a good deal. You know what I mean? Maybe people in Ohio got it figured out. That's going to be beach property. in Ohio, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is wild when you do look at the predictions for 
or, or the forecast, whatever you want to call it, for where the tectonic plates are going to shift to in 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 the next thousand year, hundred thousand years? It's like all this shit's going to be changed anyway. What's that going to do for all the? Who cares? We'll all be dead, but still. Well, I don't think people are buying property being like, I hope this is here in a hundred thousand years. True, true. But don't you want your kids to enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll, I think they'll enjoy it plenty. Because maybe your kids. I mean, who knows? The the aren't we supposed to live to be like one hundred and twenty six at this point? I can't imagine thirty. My thirties are already so horrible. It's not that bad. No, no. Just like my body is slowly falling apart. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. And then when I talk to people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, they're like, it's just constant pain. I can't imagine 120. But six. if you wanted a hot dog, you could order it from your phone whenever you want. I could do that right now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you want. It's what a time to be alive. Fucking dog shit time to be alive. Oh, you want to use your world coin to, to buy a hot dog? First, you got to look into the orb. Everybody, uh, wait, every wait, house will have an orb. Can you pull up what an orb actually looks like? We we do have World to coin we do have orb. to have this for. I'm I'm sure that it's just yeah. Of course, no it's fucking just fucking. Way. This is not. This is wait. Is this Sam Altman holding the orb or is that Ryan Seacrest? Is that Ryan Seacrest? No, that's not. Wait, I think that is Ryan Seacrest. At he's got like a World Coin background. No, that can't be Ryan Seacrest. Why? It's because it's BBC News. Like, why would why would he be? What a stupid, impractical thing. Also, Sam Altman looks like the fucking uh, Ratatouille chef. He looks he, like the Ratatouille chef. He really does. Turn into a, a person. Like, you missed your calling, dude. You're supposed to be cooking, not wait, wait. making this dog Okay, shit. no, that's a BBC correspondent. I yeah, would, BBC uh, correspondent Joe Tidy testing out the WorldCoin orb. For the audio listener, you're just going like? to have to bear with us. I don't understand how it's not. I don't. It's not attached to anything. There's no cords or anything. Oh man, did I just seem so old that something needs cords? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I just, I'm not with this guy, all right? There's no cords. Yeah, there's no cords. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we'll get to the other stuff at another <clears throat> time. But uh, Oh, did you want to talk real quickly about the there's another another proposal to ban lawmakers from oh yeah i love it i think Uh, that that's great i mean bipartisan it it, it is yeah i mean kirsten kirsten gilbrand and josh hawley uh josh hawley who sucks otherwise but this is a great idea he does quite suck kirsten Kirsten gilbrand who also sucks i mean they all suck uh yeah i mean it's it's hard to get your hopes up but these do there's a they they note you know, a poll released Wednesday by the University of Maryland's program for public consultation, consultation found that 80% of voters support a ban on stock ownership by members of Congress, the president, vice president, Supreme Court justices, and their families. Uh, yeah, because these are the people who are supposed to be regulating right, the very I mean, companies that they're going to own shares in. Get it, the fuck out of here. That is, it, by definition, a conflict of interest. It obviously makes sense. But, I, you know, the amount of things in this country that are like, it's so hard to get an actual consensus on things. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, it's a very unpopular or controversial thing within the, uh, Senate chambers. This one would go Surprise. pretty far too. It it, it would pro- prohibit them from owning stocks and in individual companies, even in blind trusts. Yeah. Um, and it has like pretty, what about death trusts? uh so you know <laughs> it would also have pretty pretty stiff penalties for people violating the rules i don't know you know it feels like a fucking it feels like a hail mary's till it's not they keep yeah 
pushing these things through and people are obviously really unhappy about them being allowed to do this. So speaking of stiff penalties, this episode has been sponsored by Hims. No, don't do it for free. Hims boner pills. You want to stay hard? Dude, Hims has really cornered the market on like No, they haven't. Blue Chew has. If you would let me finish, oh, you can make a fuck. actual rebuttal okay, to what, what? I was gonna say. Cornered the market on what? Like the classy boner. Pills? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blue Chew is so it's like Hey dickwad, <laughs> you wanna fuck your girl? <laughs> Take a blue chew. Dude, every hymn's like image I see, I'm yeah. just going, oh my god, these people are in love. I've never seen. I want to fuck like that guy. Truly, yeah. Let's Blue see Chew, what their like, Do you want to just do? You, do you want to just pound away on someone? Yeah. Do you want to pound away on a on a girl who's? No, no, no. Find find me a hymns. Hymns uh, horny ad. Well, not you know hymns. Well, hymns ad. But like, if they have so much stuff, you're gonna get a yeah. Oh Jesus! Uh, wow, that, I that's don't like pretty. That one. That's that's pretty amazing. A prickly fucking. Um, also, what is that? It's a penis. It's supposed to be. It's meant to be a, a, a penis. But, but who's going to be like, oh yes, that's what I want women to think of when I'm fucking them. My penis yeah, being a full of thing. barbs and spikes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is pretty interesting because this is this is all this is a company that's been built on the uh, bald headed men. No, the <laughs> the. the uh, what do you call it? The patents expiring on right. It's all uh, it's just gen- generic. It's genius. It's just like hey, these <clears throat> patents are going to open up, and we're going to be able to make generics. Why not turn it into a marketable thing? It's I feel so fucking stupid that I didn't come up with this. I mean, it's let's create fully, let's create our own man. It's fully branding, but that's every millennial thing. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure people saw, but they've also pushed out a lot of things because I was trying to find a new suitcase and what so many companies companies did was basically just like make fine suitcases for like three hundred dollars and then it's just all branding and you look at me like this looks so nice my life's if i get a monos my life will change look at this monos you i didn't get a monos or or a base or a a away it's or like there's so many of that or a july there's so many how many suitcase brands do do you know (laughs) you just named five i literally because i was looking for one and i clicked on ads and now it's all i get there's so many Which did you go with i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna advertise for these bullshit how much did you spend on your suitcase i did i went with the cheapest one got it i went with the cheapest one that and it also had uh like because i need it because of because you you need a suitcase? No, I always travel carry on, so I didn't want one. The only way to go. But I'm not going to be able to do it with uh with a wedding and Ireland weather and Mallorca weather. It's just there's no way it's going to fucking yeah, work. Yeah, it's mayhem. But um but it's like impossible to tell. Literally, I I tried to find there was a travel store in Glendale and I was like that's what I need. I need like an old Armenian man. To tell me which suitcase to buy. You buy, you buy. <laughs> exactly. This I, you is know, good. This I'll is get, good. I'll get whatever he wants. You know, I wanted a, I wanted a trusted brand with like hundreds of years of history. I'm going to be honest with you. This is dog shit. This <laughs> exactly. one's good. I go in. Gone. The store's gone. <laughs> just, you want to know what brand is because no one's no one's going into a fucking store to buy it. Yeah, I have a brand of suitcase. You're not going to guess it. I know it. What? Dockers. What the fuck? Oh, because you're paying we attention. We travel together. Yeah, I've seen true. your fucking. Yeah, I've had it for like ten years. Well, now's as good a place as any to end this episode. Should I? Should I do my big reveal that I didn't even tease in the beginning? Check it out. Oh, dude, I hate this. 
for the audio. That's fine. That's <laughs> for, for, for the audio listener, he's just curled up he's pulled shorts. up his shorts. I just pulled up my shorts. <clears throat> um, silly. We have fun. <laughs> we we do have, we do have fun here. But we yeah, this fun. is uh, this is the end of the episode. If you want to come join us in the bonus episode, we're gonna be talking about all kinds of weird. Oh, we're gonna be talking about Ben Shapiro's psycho Barbie takes. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna do an impression of him. Oh yeah. Okay, I like that. We're going to be talking about all kinds of freaky pizza, shit there. Pizza. Pizza. Gen Z. Pussy hat. P- pizza. Pussy hat. Yeah. <clears throat> so join us on Sunday. 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 Oh, yeah. Also, don't forget. Monsters Inc. We're watching Monsters Inc. It's going to be a hoot. Me and Ben. I'm going to be Ben's talking. Ben's never seen it. No, I've never seen it. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be asking questions. I'm going to be pausing. I'm going to be rewinding. Oh my I'm god, going, it's going to take us four it's hours to watch this fucking movie. No, no, it's not going to take us long. But it's a, it's great that you have such a uh, you got a good sized television. The set guy actually installed that. Oh yeah, because we could do it at my place if we so chose. But uh, uh, your air conditioner is a lot quieter than mine, so this is probably better. Again, it's not I, the set. Whoever did the set? Oh yeah, yeah. Whoever did the? Yeah, <laughs> we are on set. Uh, thanks everybody thank you bye we love you